Welcome to Operation Flourish, a podcast designed to help you flourish in all aspects of life. Whether you're a Miss America contestant, an athlete, or someone with a growth mindset striving to unlock your full potential, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Kayla Myers, Miss Northeast. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Operation Flourish podcast. Today, we're talking about health. Now, when most people hear the word health, they immediately think about eating healthy and exercising, which are great. But today, I'm going to challenge you to think about health through a bit of a different lens. Today, we're talking about seatbelt safety as part of pillar number five, avoiding risk behaviors in my hashtag choose health movement. We'll be joined by a very special guest, Katie McKim, who is Miss Ohio Valley's Teen 2024, and her community service initiative is Safer with a Seatbelt, encouraging Hoosiers to buckle up. Welcome, Katie. Hello. I am ecstatic to have you, and for my special guest episodes, I love to keep it on a fun and light note to kick it off with a question of the day. So I'm curious, Katie. Do you have any daily or weekly rituals as we're talking about health or just in general? So I have this really weird thing where I wash my face like multiple times a day. And it's really good to wash your face, really good to keep your skin healthy. But um, I work out every day. I go to cheer practice. I usually go to an open gym or a tumbling class every week. And then I have a schedule that I keep track of my different activities stuff that I change every week. So that's kind of everything I do. Wow, you are killing it on the Miss America (laughs) fit front. And I loved how holistic that was. I think that's so key. Something I love about Katie is she's also a cheerleader, something that we have so beautifully connecting between us. And I think that it's a really good note for everyone listening, especially knowing it's a busy time of year, thinking about what you can do to set a new ritual for yourself, especially since I know a lot of people will be setting New Year's resolutions soon. So stay tuned for that episode coming up as well. My favorite daily ritual would probably be gratitude to start off my day. And I love listening to something motivational, whether it's music or there's this, they're not really a podcast, but a artist, I guess, on Spotify, and they're called Motiversity, and they really motivate me. I love it so much. So just started my day with some energy. But I think that's such a fun note to kick it off. But now I want to dive into something a little bit more serious and something that people don't always think about on a day-to-day basis, which is seatbelt safety. So we often hear people talk about safe driving or maybe drunk driving is very big topics. We see this in the news all the time, but less often are there conversations about wearing seatbelts and the importance. So I'm really curious, Katie, what impacted you so strongly that created an immense passion for seatbelt safety? So before I ever won a title in the Miss America organization, it was October 2022. My best friend's brother had a really, really, really bad car accident and he ended up passing away. And he wasn't the kind of person that you would ever imagine that happening to. It's one of those things where you don't think about it. It won't ever happen to you. And then it happens. And Caleb, his brother, who has been my best friend since about sixth grade, he's always been this big light in my life. He's always been a very impactful person. He's very energetic. He's one of those people you just look at and you immediately smile. 
after Dylan passed away, he was not that person anymore. There's something very sad about that because you could say it was just one person, but Dylan was his best friend. And then about a month after he passed away, the coroner concluded that if he had been wearing his seatbelt, he would have survived. That is really shocking because usually they don't say stuff like that. They just do the autopsy and leave it at that. But they said no, that if he had been wearing his seatbelt, he would have 100% survived. It struck a chord because that was one decision he made. Everything was over because of that one decision. So now my community service initiative is making that decision to buckle up because that was one decision that took away his life. That is such a powerful way to put it. One decision that took away his life. And it's such (laughs) a minute decision, something we do so many times in our life for most of us who are going to work, to school, events like cheerleading, whatever it may be. And it's such an easy few second thing that we can do. It's not even a full minute. You have to do it. It takes three seconds to maybe buckle up. But it's something that can be definitely slipped off of our mind very easily. So I'm happy that you're so passionate to advocate about this. And it is such a tragic story. And despite the tragedy, I think that there is beauty that comes from the learning following tragedy. Yes. And that's yes. when we turn pain into passion. And I love that you've been able to do that through your community service initiative. So I'm curious, yes. what is your overall mission, Katie, with your Safer with a Seatbelt? So my overall mission is to change that decision-making to make it so the decision of buckling their seatbelt is the only choice that they can make. Because it's one of those things where you have everything to lose if you don't, but everything to gain if you do. It's a decision where it shouldn't be a decision, but for some reason that has been lost and my initiative is reestablishing that decision to be made. Girl, that is amazing. The way that you phrase that is just so hard hitting. You have everything to gain, but everything mm-hmm. to lose if you don't. And I think that is just yes. so incredibly said. And I imagine that's very moving for people listening to this because I can imagine everyone has that moment where maybe they didn't put their seatbelt on. Maybe you were just mm-hmm. driving across the parking lot or maybe you said it's just two, three minutes away from home. But a lot of people mm-hmm. are shocked to find out that a lot of accidents happen within 5, 10, 15 minutes from home. I don't know the statistic yes. off the top of my brain, but there are stats out there showing it's very common because yes. I'm a science thinker. So if we're thinking about science, you're around your home area the most. Of course, it's more likely to happen. And coming yes. from science and psychology, we oftentimes have this vividness effect. There's a phenomenon. And we remember mm-hmm. things that are most vivid. So we remember plane crashes, things of that nature, but we don't think about the car crashes, how often they happen and how crucial it is to have something like a seatbelt that can save your life. Because Mm -hmm. these seatbelts, they're obviously designed to promote safety. And I'm curious now, maybe you have some interesting statistics or facts about how much wearing seatbelts can impact someone's chances of injury or survival in a car accident, because obviously that was critical to your friend. Yes. So at least one person every hour dies from not wearing a seatbelt. So this actually happens way more than we think of. So you think 24 people a day pass away from not wearing a seatbelt. Seatbelts reduce risk of fatal injury by 61%. So if you wear a seatbelt, you're over 50%. You have over 50% chance of making it out of a car crash alive, no matter what the circumstances are. And then wearing a seatbelt reduces the risk of fatal injury to front seat passenger car occupants by at least 45%. 
Wow. So for both of these statistics, we're talking around 50% and up. If you had at yes. least a 50% chance to improve injury outcomes, so trying to get less injured from a car accident or preventing death, why mm -hmm. wouldn't you make that three-second decision to buckle up? Like I said, you have everything to lose if you don't and everything to gain if you do. It should be a unanimous decision. I love that. I love your mission to make it the only decision. And I think this is something that is obviously applicable to every human who has ever been in a car, which is most of us, whether it be in an Uber, a friend's car, or you're driving. But I'm curious, is there a population or a group of people that this mm -hmm. is most directed to? Someone who maybe statistically doesn't wear seatbelts the most? Definitely. It's been said that boys' ages... 16 to 25 are the ones the most at risk for passing away in a car accident or not wearing their seatbelts or are the most unsafe drivers. So my initiative directly tries to outreach to boys 16 to 25. And these are people I know. I go to school with boys ages 16 to 18, summer 19. We're trying to change that idea that younger boys are going to be dangerous drivers. Because I have seen, like, even when my brother started driving, I mean, my parents were very worried that he, he was going to be an unsafe driver. And my brother's the safest kid out there. There's that stereotype that they're all going to be bad or dangerous drivers. So we need to take that and we need to flip it and make them into safe drivers who are buckling their seatbelts. I love that you made the concept of it's a stereotype very clear. Because it is a stereotype, but it's hard to make that yes. distinction because it's also backed statistically. We know that that age group, especially yeah. males, is at a greater risk for unsafe driving, and that could include not buckling up. So it's important that we acknowledge that the statistics there. Yeah. We target that population in a way that's calling them in, not calling them out. We're encouraging them to make this life-changing decision, to make that the only choice. And that way we can hopefully remove the stereotype that all boys between these ages are reckless drivers. They don't care. Uh, we don't want that to be a prevailing stereotype yes. in society. But I think it is important to take the action that you're doing, which is incredible. And for those listening, if you know someone in that specific age group who's a male or just anyone maybe who's especially just getting their license early on, Typically, up until about the age 25, minds aren't fully developed for young children, young adults. So it's very important that we're especially making sure that they're thinking about the long-term consequences. And that age group that you mentioned, typically their brains aren't very developed. So they're thinking very short-term here now. Yes. It's easy not to put the seatbelt on. It maybe makes them look cool or whatever they may be feeling in that moment with their friends and peer pressure. You know, the person in the front seat doesn't put their seatbelt on, mm -hmm. so maybe you're less likely to put it on. But if we can get them to think long term about their health, about their life, about how one decision can take away their life, I think that's how we can make that change. So I really encourage everyone listening to hear what Katie's saying with these statistics and the difference that this makes and buckle up. But no, don't stop with you. Encourage others to buckle up, which I think is so incredible with your service initiative, Katie. I want to know, is there anything else our listeners can do to really promote your goal and your mission of your service initiative to make wearing seatbelts a simple standard for everyone? So I kind of think of it as encouraging it in your daily life. Whenever you get in a car with somebody, you immediately tell them to buckle up. I've already seen, though, car companies are starting to take notice of people not wearing their seatbelts. My dad recently just got a new car, and on his little dash it has a little picture of a car and it has little boxes and if there's someone in the seat where the box is it 
puts it like highlights the box. And if they buckle their seatbelt, it checks it off. So my dad can know who all in the car has their seatbelt buckled. So knowing that in your daily life, you can see now on newer cars who's buckled and who's not. That's something you don't even have to look. You can just look straight forward and see who's buckled or not. So stuff like that, utilizing the tools that companies are already giving us. And also share my Instagram because I post a lot of statistics on there. I talk a lot about how to be seatbelt safe. And by sharing that, you could reach other people who are maybe close to you or in your community, and we can really get this message outward. Absolutely. I think my biggest takeaway from that is that we often demonize technologies. It's always this bad thing. But I think you shared beautiful ways that we can use technology to help us. Whether it be the car having that amazing yes. function, which thank you for sharing with me because I didn't know newer cars had that. And that's something that maybe if yes. you are a listener, you're looking for a new car, maybe that's something you pay attention to, especially if you know you oftentimes have passengers, whether it be your kids, your family, friends, maybe you're helping out with a sports team and are driving around a lot of younger people who may not put those seatbelts on. I think that's huge. And you also mentioned your social media. Yes. And your social media, just by simply mm -hmm. sharing those statistics and having other people reshare, that's the butterfly effect, the domino effect. It passes along and just makes us be a little bit more intentional about it and a little Definitely. bit more aware. Because like we said, we're not talking about this every day, like the drug driving, the safe driving, and yeah. other things. I think that's critical. And for everyone listening, Katie's socials are going to be dropped in the show notes so you can follow her information, hear these statistics, and also connect with other people to start promoting these conversations. Because truly, it just starts with that one simple conversation that can save a life. Well, that is all incredible. And with your social media, once you give Katie a follow, I saw something that people are sending you pictures with their seatbelts on. Could you tell me more about that, Katie? So we're doing Seatbelt Safety Sunday, and it's basically just showing people maybe in the Miss America organization or people just in their everyday life who are taking that step to be seatbelt safe. And this is something really important because, I mean, I posted my friend Hannah, who is Mr. Crossroads to America's Teen 2024. And her friends at school will see this. Everybody will see this. And maybe also people I don't know who she knows will take that step as well by seeing her exemplify that. So it isn't just reaching people that me and Hannah already know. It's reaching more so people that I don't know and Hannah knows. And really showing that Hannah's seatbelt safe and maybe we should too. What a fantastic way to expand the reach of your service initiative, Safer with a Seatbelt. We can touch so many people, again, through that domino effect. And I think yes. a great goal to set is let's fill up all of 2024. So for all of our listeners, go send Katie a picture of you putting that seatbelt on. Again, it takes three seconds to buckle up, maybe another five to ten seconds to get that selfie, and send it over because that can touch so many people's lives and not only touch the lives, but also save the lives through that simple decision. Thank you so much Definitely. for sharing that, Katie. I think that is so beautiful to promote Thank that. You. So every Sunday, we'll be keeping an eye out for those seatbelt Sundays. With that, though, I want to transition to just a general tip of flourishing. Obviously, this is an area with seatbelt safety that we can flourish when it comes to health and avoiding risk behaviors. But something I love to do with this podcast is just being very holistic. So I don't always just want to talk about our set topic of the day. I really want to share how you have flourished as a person because you're an advocate. You're someone in the Miss America yes. opportunity. And at such a young age, you're making so much change. So I'm curious, mm -hmm. what is the ultimate tip 
or practice that has helped you flourish that you would like to leave with our audience today? So I'm a very big advocate of these two things. One, what's meant for you will come for you. And two, leaving your old self behind. Those are two things I'm a very large advocate for. The world has a plan for you. And I feel that you need that to be internalized for you to flourish. And then leaving your old self behind, maybe the bad decisions you used to make or the poor decisions, just putting those in the back of your mind and realizing that you can flourish despite maybe those bad decisions or the other things that you've did. I love that, Katie. It honestly gave me chills. And I know that's a message I need to hear and need to remind myself of. And I'm sure so many others need to hear that message. The reason I chose Operation Flourish is because the word flourish means a lot to me. And I think about the quote that says, grow where you're planted. And everyone's going to grow in Mm -hmm. some type of dirt. Uh, It might be concrete for others. They're going to have a hard terrain that they have to grow through. And they have to build their roots down and they're going to make mistakes. And it's going to be hard. But eventually, I believe despite all the adversity, people are resilient and beautiful. And we learn from the hardships, just like the hardship of seeing your friends go through this fatal car accident situation due Mm -hmm. to the seatbelt not being worn. Those are all things that we flourish through and we can expand upon. And I think giving ourselves that grace to leave behind the old versions of ourselves is so powerful. And know that's what meant to come is going to come. And we're going to flourish into some beautiful flower we didn't expect. And I think that's the beauty of life. Thank you so much, Katie, for sharing that tip about flourishing. I think that's so helpful, but also for all of your information you shared, the statistics, and for the advocacy you do. I hope this inspires our listeners to take action, to buckle up, but also to share this information, to consistently ask, hey, are you wearing your seatbelt? Or can you put your seatbelt on? If we all did that, we can save so many lives. And to all who listened, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Operation Flourish podcast. We'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Operation Flourish podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share on your social media or with a friend. It goes a long way. See you next Thursday.